0: Thank you.
1: Mystery and Terror by Radio's Masters of the Macabre. Story where the supernatural, the supernormal, dramatized by Fat fact, the mystery, the unknown. We tell you this frankly, right, right. so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these madmen, they may be hurrying.
0: This is The Horror. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me this Saturday. We're going to hear from Beyond Midnight this week, a series that debuted on November 1st of 1968 over South Africa's Springbok radio stations. It aired for 78 episodes until April 24th of 1970. Our story today is from September 26th, 1969. It's titled, Turning to Marble.
2: danger if you choose the right moment. That golden ray is the signal. Now! There! You see? Without a flaw! Oh, what sculptor could reproduce that? The Easter lily which Genevieve brought to me this morning from Notre Dame turned to stone, to the purest marble! <laughs> I know nothing of chemistry, Boris, but... How? I mean... Oh, don't ask me the reason. It never fails, though. Yesterday, I tried one of Genevieve's goldfish. There it is.
3: The other man looked to where Boris' hand pointed. The goldfish that once had floated in a glass bowl now lay upon a small antique table, sculptured in marble. The stone was beautifully veined with a faint blue and from somewhere within came a rosy light, like the tint which slumbers in an opal. When the Russian-born sculptor had dropped the lily into the basin, the liquid it held had lost its crystalline care. For a second, the flower was enveloped in a new white foam, which disappeared, leaving the fluid opalescent. Changing tints of orange and crimson played over the surface. And then what seemed to be a ray of pure sunlight struck through from the bottom where the lily was resting. It was at that precise moment Boris had plunged a hand into the basin and drawn out a marble flower.
1: Biotechs the new soak and pre-wash powder presents
2: Beyond Midnight by Michael McKay.
1: Just soak. Just soak in biotex. Just soak. Just soak in biotex. Just soak. Just soak in biotex. If you have wondered how to get your washing really stain-free, understand this. Biotex removes the stains and dirt washing wet. Just soak. Just soak in biotex. Stains, grass stains, tiresome color and cup stains. in dirt, soil and grime. Out they all come, and you don't stir a finger. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. Biotex with natural enzymes is a pre-wash powder with the most enzymes to give you extra pre-wash power. Absolutely no rubbing, no color loss, no fabric wear. Use it for cotton, silks, woolens, synthetics. Use it to make you again. Soaking in Biotex removes the stains and dirt, but washing won't. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex.
2: I don't know why the veins on the heart are tinted, but they always are. And it's quite safe to put your hand into the liquid? At a given moment, yes. Namely, when the ray flashes from the bottom. Almost like a signal. It is a signal. Otherwise, who knows, I might acquire a hands. hand. <laughs> Not so funny. But what I don't... know, no, Alec, my dear Alec, I can't explain. Where is this ray that the light... Where did it come from? I don't know. It just come. Where are you any leaving things. Perhaps, perhaps it is the vital spark of the creature escaping to the source whence it came. <laughs> <laughs> Stay to lunch. Genevieve will be here very soon. I saw her getting to early mass. Beautiful, sweet, fresh. Like that lily before you destroyed it. Do you think I destroyed it? Destroyed, preserved. How can you tell? Forest? Huh? Will you, Adriadne, go to the salon, monsieur? Uh, I suppose so. Do <laughs> you like it? Magnificently, technically. But after your Madonna last year, the world is going to expect something greater. Mm. You like the Madonna. <laughs> as a model, I could have for no one in the world as perfect as Genevieve.
3: Neither of them spoke then for a long time. Perhaps both were dreaming of the woman Genevieve, who had gone to early mass. Certainly both were in love with her. The colony of artists flourished and was proud of Boris Ivan. His father was French and his mother was Russian. Perhaps Alex being in love with the beautiful Genevieve had something to do with the affection that existed between the two men. An affection that was never acknowledged. But after it was all settled and she had told him that it was Boris whom she loved, Alec had gone to the big sculptor and congratulated him. you, Alec, uh, <laughs> oh,
2: so <laughs> what do you think of my discovery? I think it's wonderful. I shall make no use of it, you know, beyond satisfying my own curiosity, so far as may be, and the secret will die with me. I investigated, and I stumbled on a solution which attacked the object immersed with a ferocity unheard of, and in a second. Did the work of years. <laughs> I'm almost frightened when I think what I found. Scientists would go mad over the discovery. So simple, too. It discovered itself. <laughs> when I think of it, formula and uh, entirely new elements. Oh, what new elements? Oh, I haven't thought of naming it. And I don't believe I have a chance. There are enough precious metals in the world now to cut throats over. Have <laughs> you done <talking> girl, Boris? <laughs> oh, no. Better. But see here, Alec. You and I have all we need in the world already. Oh, how sinister and covetous
1: you look already. <laughs> I better change the subject. I'm devoured by the desire for gold. Genevieve, how lovely to see you. And,
2: Boris, you must ask Alex to stay to lunch. I did. And you said yes, I had.
1: Je vais bien l'ornier, madame.
3: Oh.
1: She's a... I've got to go home, don't you think? She seems... a sort little of dispirited. Oh, and if I know... I, I mean, if she's upset about something, I, I don't want to hang about. Hmm? <clears throat> yes, well. The lunch was ready, you know. I prepared
3: everything. Alex, was I cross? <laughs> I thought I had a headache, but I haven't. Come here, Boris. Mm-hmm. Alex knows that after you, there's no one in the whole world I like as well as I like him. So if he sometimes feels snubbed, it won't hurt him.
1: Oh, Le Bonneur, who says there oh, are no thunderstorms in
2: April? <laughs> we eat. We eat. Food. <laughs> Food. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They worked hard, the artists, but fitfully, and as they pleased, and so consequently, Jack Scott, Boris, and Alec idled a great deal as well. There was a bathing room, which Boris had turned into a second studio. In the center was a square pool, sunken below the surface of the floor. Steps led down into the I say
2: and I say again, my friend, while my sculpture is magnificent, your, what you are pleased to call painting, is perfectly uh, ludicrous. Oh, Oh, you think I'm joking? Oh, but I've never been more serious in my life. As a painter, you would make a fine waiter. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fine, my friend. I am a I feel stronger than you. And you are about to get a <laughs> In you go. <laughs> Alex. I, I forgot.
1: The pool? Huh? What? What you...
2: is? <laughs> <laughs> I nearly threw you in. Well, oh, what a pool! Full oh, of solution. The solution? Oh, you mean Alec? Oh. Forgive me. I... I don't think I. You have been turned to stone today. Not particularly. In heaven's name, why keep the pool full of that stuff? It is good. Hey. I want to experiment on something large. Huh? Me, friend? <laughs> oh, oh, that came too close for jesting. No. No, I... I want to watch the action on something. Uh, the action of the solution on a... a more highly organized living body... That big white rabbit, for instance. right. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're coming with me to the gallery. I want to see that Rodin bronze again. Ah, and the Monet landscape, well, We are ready to take Alec along to see how real painters <laughs>
3: The house of Boris Ivan, the sculptor, contained a fine smoking room. It was never used for smoking, although there were racks of very fine pipes in the room. No, the place was altogether too gloomy to spend very much time in. Two days after the sculptor had nearly cast his friend into the pool, Alec came into the smoking room late in the afternoon. For the first time, he sat and smoked there and found it not at all unpleasant. Something about the twilight, he thought. It was soothing. The rugs and skins on the floor looked brown and soft. The big couch was piled with cushions. Flight went out, and he was soon asleep. When he woke, someone was playing the piano. The music was strangely sad. It was quite dark. He listened and caught the brief scent of her perfume. He knew too well who played so sadly.
2: Genevieve. It's me, Alec. Alec. I've been sitting here dreaming. Came for smoke, ended having a sleep.
3: Who knows how long. Where's Boris? He's gone to with Mr. Scott. He thought you'd gone home before dinner. Forgive me, Alec, for letting you stay here alone all this time.
1: <laughs> I had a nice long
2: nap. Won't you play again?
3: No. I don't want to. Please go home now,
2: Annick. Good night. She's asleep. She seems to have a fever, high one. The doctor can't account for it, or else he will not.
3: She has fever.
2: Oh yes. Unusual, I know. The case Yes. She was lightheaded at the interval. She she kept saying her heart broken and, and she wants to die. The maid will
3: call me the moment she wakes up. What shall we do? For some unaccountable reason, when the other had said the beautiful Genevieve wished to die, Alex's heart stood still. He was very suddenly afraid. There was no reason, but something had changed. It was no longer Boris from the beautiful Genevieve and two faithful friends painting and sculpting. The happy, bohemian life. Something had changed. There was a difference in Boris. There was a difference in the woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come and see my rose-colored bath full of death. <laughs>
2: and paint the town red. But what about your headache? Oh, that's gone. Grandpa headache powders did the trick. Grandpa headache powders kill pain. Lose pain nerves and lift depression. Grandpa headache powders are extra effective because they have a triple action. Grandpa headache powders work extra fast because they dissolve almost immediately. Get fast effectively from any pain or pain. Get grandpa headache powders. Ah, grandpa.
3: Oh, darling, do not it look as though you're enjoying yourself? The party's great.
2: Yes, it was not until I ate.
3: Well, so take a dye gel. I always keep some in my bag.
2: But I already took an antacid. Oh, yes, darling. but dye gel is much more than an antacid. Dye gel has double action. There's a layer of antacid plus a layer of semethicin. It's the semethicin that relieves that dreadful bloated feeling. Here, try a dye gel. Like they say, when you eat too well, demand digel. Dye gel. is it death boris you are not prepared to call it life i suppose eh? we'll try another goldfish send another one after the first wherever that is
3: the sculptor collected one of the squirming fish from the bowl in the studio and made his way to the crystal pool the fish was cast into the pool and as it sank into the liquid its scales flashed with a hot orange gleam. Then suddenly, it became heavy and rigid and sank to the bottom. Then came the milky foam, the splendid hues, and then the shaft of pure, serene light. Boris lay on his stomach, reached into the pool, and retrieved the goldfish. An exquisite marble thing, blue veined and rose-tinted, and glistening with opalescent drops.
2: Ah, uh, child.
1: Play. It is simple. Hello. Hmm? Oh, I've done another fish. Boris? Hello, Jack.
2: Look, something bigger now, hmm? You must try something bigger now, Boris. <laughs> you must watch yourself. Don't put ideas into his mind. Two days ago, I was very nearly thrown in. Well, that's nonsense, sir. So so will you know it? Well, you did say. I mean... It was only a joke. Well, I know that. I mean, I'm not... L- listen, the, the white rabbit. Let's put him in. Oh, imagine how beautiful he looked done in marble. I can get another one easily. You can't. not the rabbit. Why not? What's the difference between a rabbit and a fish? You paid no heed to the fish, going uh, I'll in. go and get the rabbit.
3: And they played their game with the white rabbit. Alec went away and read the magazines declining to be present when life went out of something large and furry. A fish, yes. But there was a difference between something cold-blooded and small and covered with scales. And and just as they came back with their marble rabbit, the bell rang from upstairs in the sick room. Oh, Genevieve? I suppose so. The doctor doesn't seem to know what the matter is with her. Fever. It's easy to say just simply fever. Beautiful, isn't he? Who? No, well, not the doctor, obviously. The rabbit. Look. Pure.
2: Lovely. I'm not particularly impressed anymore. Ah. In fact... Can you get the doctor? Please, please, please.
3: Jack Scott went for the doctor. Alec went up to Genevieve's room. The girl's fever was higher. Both her cheeks burnt bright red, her hair was damp and awry. Her lovely hands opened and closed, opened and closed. The eyes remained closed. Can I? Can I get something? Help, Jack! I I don't don't understand. What's the matter with her?
1: Panic! Why? Why did I turn you away? Why? I love it please. Alex. Please. Alex.
2: Please. Alex. It's not your fault, Alex. I love you, Don't love you, Don't
3: love you, not you, Just I you, you, Three years ago, she told me she loved me, but she loved you better. I was heartbroken that it didn't stop me feeling what I always have for you. Deep, deep underneath, I hurt. Still. I'd rather be alone for a while, if you'd And the painter went home. The two years' strain since the morning in May, when Genevieve had confessed that her love for Boris was greater, began to tell at last. Since that time, never in thought, word, or deed had Alec betrayed his sorrow. But now the mask of self-deception could no longer be worn. Whilst Alec sat staring from his window, Boris worked feverishly on the face—a beautiful, rather terrible group he was sculpting, also for the salon that year. While he worked, the Madonna looked on, frozen forever in stone. Her face as near in stern to the lovely Genevieve in flesh and blood as anyone in the world could make it. And even as he worked, the real Lady Genevieve left her bed and, after looking sadly through at the sculptor, walked slowly towards the bathing room. A second after she had passed, Boris put down his hammer and chisel and, on an impulse, went to the door and looked out into the passage beyond. He saw the flash of his lady's gown as she passed into the bathing room. He must have known instinctively...
2: Genevieve! Genevieve!
3: And the Madonna, in carved stone, watched sightlessly from the studio. And yet another Madonna lay her hands across her breast, carved, it seemed, in marble at the bottom of the pool. Something bigger now. You must try something bigger now, boy. You must try it. I'm sorry. I would have given anything in the world not to have had to tell you. Someone had to... And, uh... He shot himself... Through the heart. Yes. I carried him to his room, and... Then I went and let that... Filthy stuff out of the pool. I was frightened. Too frightened to go down the steps. I did, though. In the end... She was... White as snow. I went and found bottles of the... Solution, then I... I smashed them. I I made a fire. A big one and destroyed all Porris's notebooks and papers. I I burnt them. (laughs) There's no chance of the formula ever being discovered now. I called the doctor in the end. I could never have managed everything without his help. He's a good soul. He knows when to pity a man who can bear no more. Oh, we've got the servants. I haven't sent them to the country. Mongolia well, keeps them quiet there. The stories of Boris' and Genevieve's travels in foreign countries. We buried Boris in a little cemetery at The doctor gave his certificate as heart disease. No one else knows anything. They mustn't. Uh, this is for both of us. Please open it. It's from him. I suppose it's the will. time. She's yours. You've always loved her. What would you have had me do? Bury her? Courage, Alec. A week later, Jack Scott left for the Channel Isles. but Alec went to live in Boris's house, having given up his own apartment. He found he could paint at the house in the Rue Saint-Ferriss. This surprised him. Sorrow fades like everything else. It was a long time, though, before he could bring himself to enter the room where she rested. At last, he was drawn by the strength of his life's passion to the sealed door of the marble room. with gold the wings of Cupid, lingering like a nimbus over the brows of Madonna. Her tender face bent in compassion over a form in marble so exquisitely pure that he knelt before it and wept. Genevieve lay in the shadow under the Madonna, and yet, through her white arm, he saw the pale, azure vein, and beneath her softly clasped hands, the folds of her dress were tinged with rose. As if from some faint warm light within her breast, he touched the marble drapery with his lips and left the room. Sir? Yes.
2: What is it? Someone of the gardeners has seen a white rabbit. White rabbit? Well, what of oh, it? Well, beg pardon, sir, but it was running about the house when you came to light the fire this morning, sir.
3: Well, if it's caught, let it loosen in the old garden. Is that all?
2: Just a letter, sir.
3: Oh, thank you. My dear Alec, this must be short. I beg you, do not leave the house of Bruce and Cecile. Do not even go out until I return. I have been plagued by dreams again. I even make a little sense out of some of them. But I beg you not to leave the house under any pretext. Jack. Lost his reason. Oh, you're back again, Robert.
2: Please. <laughs> Sorry, but, um, this fish, you see, there's goldfish in it. What? Well, what have you got them in a the dish for? Sir, so, uh, people are playing tricks. Someone's stolen the white marble rabbit and they've put a live one in the house and no one can catch it. Those lovely marble fish are gone too and i just found these common live ones flopping about on the floor in the dining room.
3: sunlight was streaming in, and through the sunlight, in a heavenly glory, the Madonna smiled as Genevieve lifted her flushed face from the marble couch and opened her sleepy eyes.
1: in biotech just soak just soak in biotech just soak just soak in biotech if you have wondered how to get your washing really stain free understand this biotechs removes the stains and dirt washing works just soak just soak in biotech stains grass stains tiresome color and cup stains ingrained dirt soil, and grime. Out they all come, and you don't stir a finger. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. Biotex with natural enzymes is a pre-wash powder with the most enzymes to give you extra pre-wash power. Absolutely no rubbing, no color loss, no fabric wear. Use it for cotton, silks, woolen, synthetics. Use it to make you again. Soaking in Biotex removes the stains and dirt, but washing
2: won't. Just soak. Just soak in Biotex. Beyond Midnight is presented every Friday night at half past nine by Biotechs, the new soak and pre-wash powder. The program is adapted for broadcasting and produced by Michael McKay.
0: That's the horror for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. You can find more from Beyond Midnight at the website relicradio.com, alongside thousands of other old-time radio shows, all the other podcasts, and our shoutcast stream. Lots to listen to, all for free, thanks to your support. like to help out, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Your support makes it all happen, thanks to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me this week. I'll be back tomorrow with Strange Tales and next Saturday with another episode of The Horror.